0: This episode is funny as hell, it's gonna be motivating and inspirational, and it's gonna show you how, by doing content a certain way on social media, you'll never have to compete for a listing ever again, because that's exactly what's happened to Matt Leonetti from the Overask podcast, and one of the most hilarious realtors on Instagram, and on TikTok and everywhere else, I should've just said social media, you guys get it. But Matt Leonetti is crushing it, and he's only been doing content for a year and a half or so, And the story he tells of how it's completely changed his business and opened so many doors he never thought would even be open to him, it's kind of hard not to start doing it yourself. And if you are doing content already, awesome. Maybe you need to make a little tweak or change something a little bit. But this is such an incredible episode. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Let's go.
1: The Massive Agent Podcast.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 184 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome. If you are new to the show and don't have a freaking clue who the hell I am, I am a realtor in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate Podcast Network, along with Phil Treadwell, my partner over on the mortgage side of the industry. And I am the founder and head coach, if you will, of the Massive Agent Society. And uh, we're right in the middle of revamping the Massive Agent Society and adding three times more content to it, updating all the training videos that were Facebook ads related and adding uh, the Massive Agent Daily, which is no longer it's no longer functioning on its on its own as an app uh, the way that it was prior when we first launched it. That app platform that we went with, it just didn't work out. It didn't work as needed. So we're just wrapping it into the Massive Agent Society. So you guys that are already members, you're gonna get access to the daily and those um, who are waiting for the relaunch, you'll get access to. It's gonna be super, super cool. And that tells you what to post every single day as a realtor. Uh, it just takes all the guesswork out of it. But not just that, you're not just some mindless like must post this. We're going to teach you why you should be posting those things, why it works so that then you eventually you don't need our help anymore. You just get it and you're a social media master yourself. So hopefully you're getting that from this podcast today. We have Matt Leonetti, host of the Overasked Podcast and a realtor up in Toronto with the agency. You've probably seen some of his videos, his TikToks or his Instagram reels. He's the he's the dude with the mustache you know, the, the guy with the mustache dressed up as Freddie Mercury from Queen and uh, and did some hilarious, me uh, not memes, but videos on social. Well, doing those hilarious videos on social where he swears like a sailor has brought him a shitload of business. Yeah. And if you're, if you don't do content or maybe you are, and you're still wondering like, how do I make this work for me? How do I start attracting clients organically from my, from my posts? Well, this is the interview for you because Matt is unapologetically just himself and he does stuff that he thinks is funny. He is funny. First of all, that helps. It helps if you do have a sense of humor, but he's, it's, he's been able to completely change what his business looks like, not just in how many deals are done, but the types of clients that he's attracting, how many referrals he gets. And, uh, I think you guys will really learn from his story as well. So let's get into it right now with Matt Leonetti from the Overask podcast right now. What's up, guys? I'm here with Matt Leonetti, the host of the Overask podcast and one of the most hilarious realtors on social media, which is a scientific fact, by the way. Matt, welcome to the Massive Agent podcast, my friend.
1: Thank you so much. I'm uh, honored to be here. This is a this is like the gold standard. You're <laughs> pretty much the Joe Rogan of real estate podcasting.
0: Oh shit, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. But does that mean that after today you've you've peaked? You just Yeah, well, it that's in? it. That's it. No.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. No, thank you. I appreciate you coming on the show, dude. Because I've uh, I've really enjoyed the reels you do, that the content you put on social, your podcast, and uh, what I what I love about you and respect about you is that you you're just doing business your way, and um and so today I wanted to, to talk about what that means, you know, and like, I don't know anything about you uh, prior to when you started putting out content where you were like dressing up as the the front man of queen and you yeah. know, shit, shit like that. Um, I don't know much about you, which I mean, that, that shows right there why you should be putting content out. Cause people don't know you unless they see you, you know? Yeah. pretty basic. <laughs> so, um, real quick, like how long you've been in real estate? Like, are you still selling homes? Where are you? Like what has the content you've done, um, done for your sales? Like let's jump into it. Tell me all yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. So I've been in five years in October, Okay. Uh, so yeah it's gonna be my five-year anniversary now um i work i work in toronto i'm from you know toronto but i, I live just outside of like 40 minutes out um gta, so
0: GTA. hey you know gta i uh, do i know gta absolutely
1: oh that's incredible no one yes. knows
0: gta Who's it, not fr- from the gta dude i thought everyone knew the gta it, it's like the dmv for uh no. dc maryland virginia Right. I've ha- I've been on a lot of
1: uh, podcasts from the States and no one knows really anything about Toronto.
0: What a bunch of... You're bunch incredible. Of That's
1: why you're the Joe Rogan of Real Estate Podcast.
0: <laughs> it's the <laughs> greater Toronto area for for you yes. that are wondering what the hell GTA is. And it's, exactly. not, it's not Grand Theft Auto.
1: <laughs> no, not Grand Theft Auto. Although no. there is some of that that goes on too. But um, <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah,
1: so yeah, I've been in for five years. Before this, I was a touring musician um, so that's where a lot of the parodies and stuff come from. Really? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just been a, a bit of a whirlwind since I started doing these videos. I started doing them about a year and a half ago. Um, my business has completely changed. It's taken off in mm-hmm. in many different ways. Um, I was getting very drained of seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And I always said like, you know, everyone's doing the same thing. And like, I felt the business hadn't evolved in so many years, I felt that like we were the only business still stuck in the mud. Like we're doing things like Glen Gary, Glen Ross from the early nineties in, you know, 2016. So, right. um, I kept saying that and I never did anything. And then I was always on teams when I started because I I really do think you should be on a team when you start real estate. You just, you don't know anything when you get into it. So to have someone guide you uh, is great, but being on teams meant I couldn't really do exactly what I wanted because Mm. it's, you know, it's their business and we run it a certain way. So as soon as I kind of went out on my own, I had all these kind of comedy ideas that people always told me. know they're not gonna take you seriously and 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 stuff like that so i never did them and then when i went out on my own i was like you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna try something and uh i tried one called it's i called the shut the front door video and i keep like almost swearing in the video and it was a really shitty listing so i needed something to market it (laughs) um so i just did like you know, welcome to my listing. If you don't like it, you can shut the And then I'd cut scene, go to the front door, be like front door and then like keep almost swearing. And then I that, saw that one.
0: Yeah, oh I yeah. That, that was
1: like, that was like the first one. Yeah. So, um, classic. Yeah. It was a terribly no mic filmed on an iPhone by my wife, like terrible quality. I just wanted to get something out there. Um, I did that and it sold in like six or seven hours. Uh, it got three offers and two of the offers were from the video. The agents really? called and said, hey, we saw your video. We want to see the house, this and that. So once that happened, I was like, okay, maybe there's something here. Um, and then I just kind of kept building on it and seeing how much I could get away with. And you can kind of see the evolution of it gets like kind of riskier and riskier as uh, the months go on (laughs) you become more comfortable
0: you know just being yourself
1: yeah exactly so you're trying to find that line i like being on that line of like oh fuck should he say that should a real estate agent say that right and uh, i like being right there
0: so it's been fun let's let's talk about that line then because you know i think so many people battle with that because they're told all the time and if they listen to this show they hear it all the time be your damn self like yeah you, how are you supposed to be someone else? Like it's hard enough being yourself, let alone trying to be somebody else and then going back to yourself. So just be yourself. And for some people like that scares them. Cause they're like, well, what does that mean exactly? Like, can I swear? Can I like, should I do this? I'm like, what would you do? I, I don't yeah, know.
1: Exactly. You know, like,
0: I swear you swear some, sometimes more than others. Like I just don't think about uh, filtering myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just put stuff out there and, and what was the progression like? Because you eased into it, um, were you more conscious in the beginning and kind of like, oh, is am I going too far? Is this, you know, am I not being professional enough? Like, is this even okay to do? Like, what, what was your thought process through through all that?
1: Yeah, that was exactly it. I mean,
0: all right, I, when moving I, on. When,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you hit it on the head. So we're yeah. good. The, when I um, when I got. When I got into the business, I got in because I thought, you know, I have a good personality. I think I can relate with people. And then as soon as I got in, ironically, I lost all my personality Mm. and I just was doing something that I thought you should do. I was dressing a way I thought I should dress and saying things like other top producers in the office. And I wasn't being myself at all. And I couldn't understand, you know, I'm doing exactly what he's doing. He's sell. he's doing a million dollars a year. Why you know, why isn't it working for me? It's because it's not me. And people could read through your bullshit. So yeah, once I started um doing that, I run everything past my wife too. So she's a good, like okay, she's a good indicator of like, oh no, don't fucking do that. You know, that's she's your, you know, editor your whole and whole career will end. Yeah. yeah. So um, and I remember telling her like early on, <laughs> i was like, oh, I wish I could just say like fuck. And then like <laughs> and then like I, I kind of like eased into it. So then I was like, okay, well, I'll say fuck and i'll bleep it out right and then and like a couple months later i was like why am i bleep you know i'm saying fuck yeah so why don't i just say fuck you know i think it will be i think that a good swear word properly used is just the most effective thing you can do a good fuck like
0: gets your attention to me (laughs) <laughs> with the right flair on it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> isn't it funny people like, well, you know, you obviously don't have a very big vocabulary or, you know, you're not that intelligent if, if you have to use those words. And, and I mean, some people, yes, some people, they just sit, you know, they just let her rip because they can't say anything else. Yeah. But what you're talking about is like that it's part of conversation and it adds a certain tone that you wanted. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not like you're just some knuckle dragging, drooling idiot that's yeah. swearing, like you're, you're intelligent and then you throw it in there for emphasis. And, um, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Here's what's that's, funny. Yeah. No, no continue. And then, then I'll tell you something.
1: Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So I was doing that and I was just kind of getting more and more. And then I noticed like, okay, the, the swearing is a bit of like a shock factor, yeah, that's never really been seen so much in real estate, like just to be openly swearing like that. So I was like, okay, if I can use this properly, and I'm very conscious about like how much I swear. Because um, I do I swear a lot in like, real life. Um, and sometimes I actually tone it back in the videos, because I think swearing too much can <laughs> ruin, ruin your video too.
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: Um, so you have to be very conscious, but like you're saying in the right, you can get a certain tone from it. So I really tried to utilize that in a video I did. It was just a, it was like a mock of a property tour. I don't know if you've seen this one. I wasn't in it at all. It was just a very well shot property tour. And then I started like, you see this kitchen, Gordon Ramsay would fucking love this kitchen. <laughs> and like I did a voiceover over it and like that fuck four seconds into the video kept you watching the most boring property tour of all time. Great point. You know, even if you were offended by it or you loved it, you had to see either, you know, Oh, this guy is a jerk and I hate him, but I have to see what he does next. So I can tell my broker of record or, you know, the broker at my office or, Oh, I love this guy. Maybe this is, you know, I'm going to watch this cause it's funny right. either way. You're watching it. So I, you know, I, the way I grew up uh, swearing wasn't offensive. So I didn't really see it to be a big deal to start implementing it and, and just talking how I normally talk. Uh, I understand it can be offensive to some and I'm, that's never my intent to offend anyone, but that's just kind of
0: how I talk. So yeah, you're also not going to like change it. your personality for somebody else who may or may not be offended for whatever reason. Like
1: Exactly. You know? And my wife swears way more than I do. So <laughs> she's good. Awesome. I didn't swear as much until we
0: met, so i'm good <laughs> um that's hilarious uh, i don't think i've seen that gordon ramsey one i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to yeah uh, i can
1: that. send it to you it, it, people seemed to like that one probably because my face wasn't in it
0: yeah it, definitely <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what's interesting like i've always been um i've always been myself on within my content not always but you know since anyone in the industry knew who the hell I was. I was just myself. Yeah. And I realized it resonates with people and you make, uh, people can make a personal connection with you rather than like, if you were, if you were reading a script, even if you just kind of like cut the edge off of your personality, like there's something about the edginess or the swearing or, um, you know, saying something vulgar that, um, some people may not like, but others, Do or it's not necessarily like like oh thank God he said fuck it's yeah it's they they make a personal connection with you because you seem like a friend you seem like someone that they would hang out with or would be fun to work with and that's the power of video like that's the power of of doing shit on social media anyways and so many of us kind of dial it back to where we we remove those little teeny things even if it's like stumbling on your words your voice cracking uh, losing your train of thought which happens to me all the goddamn time, yeah. we, you know, they're squirrel moments. Oh yeah. Um, in fact, I'm losing my train of thought <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> S- swear to God, this is weird. Um, Let me know but, if I ju- I need to jump in, I'll jump in and save you. I'll give you the bat signal if, uh, <laughs> if I get any worse, but you, you remove those little things that people resonate with because they, they're like, I would say that. Yeah. Or, That's how my friend talks or, you know, they sounds like a, a normal person. Yeah. Um, That's that's so powerful. So it doesn't surprise me that you've seen success since you've started doing that. Um, And and really interesting tidbit. I don't know why I did this, but when I started the podcast, I just decided I'm just gonna be myself, but I'm not going to say fuck. I'm I'm just not going to not going to use that word for some reason. I don't know why. Honestly, I think at the time there were some people that were doing it so much because they're like, Gary V did it. So now I've got to say it a lot. Yeah. And it seemed disingenuous. It didn't seem real. And I'm like, I don't want to say it just like, so I just, I'll just avoid it. Yeah. Um, lately, I've just kind of like, I don't care. Like, I don't even notice it because I, I speak the way I speak. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's everything. Like, if you can just be yourself, you're going to attract the right people.
1: Yeah. Like-minded people. Yes. People yes. you want to work with. And that's what I found out too. Like, I was killing myself at first, just going for anyone and had some of the shittiest clients. That's another thing. Everyone's client is the best client. I fucking will straight up tell people when I don't like them. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I don't work with people to just get a paycheck anymore. Like, I I want to work with people I like because the experience is going to be way better. I've been burned too many times from assholes, mm. um, you know. And it's just some deals are just not worth it. And if you can figure that out and figure out your lane and be able to work and attract similar people and like-minded people to you it's going to be way more fun you're just going to enjoy yourself more like i'm enjoying myself so much more now that i can just kind of do what i want to do and do how i want to like to think that these videos actually make me money is insane (laughs) they're so dumb you know but like they get my my instagram is like my biggest database now like i get messages all the time from I got a guy from England. He said, you you know, there's, I have a client, he's moving over uh, to Toronto. I need to hook you up. He swears like a fucking sailor. I got, I, I'm getting this big client. Apparently he's like well off all this shit. I'm getting him because I swear (laughs) like, you know, it's crazy. (laughs) So that's fantastic. Yeah. So it's awesome. I mean, I've gotten uh, listing appointments from wearing band t-shirts. Oh, I like that band. All I'm doing on Instagram is starting conversations. I think people are th- focusing too much on getting business. They're forgetting about building relationships. So that's all I want to do. I wear a Ramon shirt. Someone DN's me. I love the Ramones. Oh, that's awesome. So now I have a mental note that this person loves the Ramones. They've come to me. It doesn't seem like I'm selling them on anything now. Right. So now, a week later when, on Instagram, when I see a Ramones clip, I send it to them and strike up another conversation. They know I'm in real estate. It says in my fucking title, you know, like, and then you just build it from there. It's not happening overnight.
0: So that's, that's the way I think of it. I, this is so like at its, at its foundation, this is everything. Like what you're doing right here. Naturally, this is what so many agents fight happening. They, 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 try so hard to not let those things happen or I don't think it's a conscious, sometimes it's conscious, but it's not like they're like, no, I don't want to attract the right people, but they're doing things that prevent the right people from being attracted to you. You you know, you wearing a Ramon shirt or a band shirt or whatever, or just even picking a song in your Instagram reel or something like, I love that song. Yeah, What's happening there. It's a personal connection. And you know, you said it's been fun, uh, the same thing happened with me. Like it it took one, my one and only real nightmare client, Vicky, uh, it took one Vicky t- to make me realize like, I, I need to start filtering these people out, um, without filtering them out. Like, yep. it's not like I have to, it's not like I'm a bouncer and like, well, you qualify to work with me and you don't, you just put yourself out there and, and let the right people come to you. And, and it's fun. But then also don't you think that there're deeper relationships that more referrals come from? Have you found that to be the case? Totally. Totally, cuz my you know, I have people from all around the world
1: really like messaging me and and kind of following me and building relationships. So that's a whole I didn't even think of that when I started this. Mm-hmm. I was thinking okay, this is like directly I'm going to do stuff for my market. I didn't even think of trying to go more global and and try and have a relation where everyone can relate to the content I'm putting out because yeah, I happen to be in a great city where a lot of people do move, you know, a lot of people move to Toronto from all over the world. Um, so I'm fortunate there, but yeah, that was a whole thing that I didn't even realize was referrals, agent referrals.
0: Yeah. Agent referrals. I wasn't even thinking agent referrals, but absolutely. That's a big part of it. Because if you were, I mean, Matt, if you were just talking about market statistics, and sharing your new listing or God forbid the PDF for your listing and you posted on Instagram and went live at your open house from 11 to one and you were just doing the same old horse shit. Would any agent anywhere in the world know who you are or where you do business? No, 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 no. You, they know you as Matt in Toronto with the agency, right? I know which brokerage you're with. Um, Like I know who you are, And so now you're top of mind for so many agents too.
1: Yeah. It's been, it's been really neat to see kind of that unfold. And a lot of people ask now, like a lot of different agents, they're like, you know, I want to do what you do, but I'm not funny and I'm not this. And just like we were saying before, you need to do you. So whatever you do, do that. Showcase your personality. I feel like a lot of people got into the business because they thought they had a good personality. You know, there's right. not a lot of like extremely shy to themselves, real estate agents.
0: Right. I met um, a couple, think, but it's not yeah, the norm. <laughs> yeah. Not
1: the norm. So like use the traits that like attract people to you. Why do your friends like you? Well, then use that to your advantage because, you know, what I always use, Eric always makes fun of me, the broke agent for using the, the horseback riding analogy here. So I say, you know, if you love horseback riding, show that. Because there's other people who love horseback riding. And right away, you've niched down your market. Whereas if I'm me and you are against this horseback person, um, other people like horseback riding, doesn't matter the deals me or you do, they're probably going to go and talk to that person first. And they have the advantage there because they've built that relationship and they've, you know, they have that in common. And more than ever, I think people want to work with friends. That's it. Yeah, they just want to work with friends, and people are always like, well, you know, y- you don't want to work with friends, and friends wouldn't do this and that, and like, fuck, man, I don't know, I just say shit, and uh, people now always uh, come at me for kind of a lot of shit I say um, on these podcasts, I've learned, th- you've probably seen this too, this podcast, you say so much shit you don't even remember, then someone will come yeah. call you out on stuff, it's like, fuck, man, I don't even remember saying that.
0: I don't remember what I had for breakfast like I <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah, it, no, totally it's it's weird like that.
1: Yeah, it it's just crazy. Like like I said people do really want to work with friends and I know some people think oh no you need to keep it like business and personal separate all that stuff. And what I always say like with the friend thing to people I'm like, you know, you want an agent who is going to go to bat for you you know, what are your best friends going to do for you? If you're about to go to a club and you have fucking spinach all in your teeth, your best friend and your friends are going to say, you have fucking spinach in your teeth. A stranger (laughs) or a business partner is probably not going to say that. Right. So you want to be friends. You want to build that friendship and then, you know, learn how to navigate it once you're... Because, yeah, there is some business to be done as well. But you want to be able to be transparent with your clients. Too many agents I see, they... They agree with every fucking thing the client says. We all grew up with the customer is always right. In real estate, the customer is fucking 95% wrong. Right. Usually, right. you know, like they don't really know what's going on. It's our job to tell them. And if that means we have to lose a listing because they want to list it $400,000 higher, then lose the listing. Don't, don't make yourself look dumb because that's not selling,
0: you know? So... It's a it's a definitely a transition. Um no, I'm I'm glad you made it because this is a uh this was a progression for me too where the first part of my career I was struggling a lot and I was always available. You know, if they texted me at 10:30, I'd text back. Um but it came from scarcity. You yeah. know, I I was I needed to to sell. I would dress a certain way because I was told that this is how realtors need to dress and I wore freaking, you know, slacks and uh, you know, button up shirt and look like an absolute idiot on my way to court, and <laughs> wasn't my style at all. Um, and and people can feel that, right? Like they can feel when when you're just you don't feel yeah. comfortable. Um, I, I did so much shit that I thought I needed to do, um, and I struggled dramatically. Interesting, yeah. interesting how that works. And you know, it wasn't it wasn't until I. <sighs> I think this happened naturally for me. Once I once I I I learned that hey, if you just put out some content with your own personality, you'll attract the right people. But I had to have faith that that was the case in the beginning because I had no proof and it was all theory. And I'm like, that sounds cool. Sounds cool. Like Matt Matt and Dustin are telling me right now uh, to just be myself and to swear on video and post it, and I'll get (laughs) I'll get business. Yeah, sounds ridiculous, right? But once you get the first person. They're like, hey, I saw your YouTube video, or I went to your website, and you seem like you'd be fun to work with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When can we meet? And then m- the first time this happened to me, I'm like thinking, like, oh, so I have to interview? Like, I I made the cut. I'm like, you yeah. know, and they're, they're like, no, you're, you're the only one we're talking to. Yeah, that right there taught me everything I needed to know, and it's been game, game on ever since. But you have to have faith in the beginning, right? Totally. And I I was gonna say that too. It's totally
1: filtered out on the other end too so like i'm trying to attract the the same like-minded people same with the clients i found that so mm. much that people are calling me and they know what they're getting and i'm not competing anymore i'm just not competing with people like right. and if i do then whatever i'll compete but like um it's been so cool to see that just like you said to your they're calling hey we want to work with you we just you know we we a lot of the ones I get is like, you know, we just think you're genuine. You're not going to try and bullshit us and tell us things we want to hear. Like, I've got that message a lot. And I'm really happy with with that. And that's kind of the vibe I'm giving out. Because I'm not going to just tell you what you want to hear. And if you're looking for that agent, then, you know, go find them somewhere else. Because that's just not... I don't want to waste my time or their time.
0: Exactly. Like it's Is it... This this is the thing, and I I have to explain it to people sometimes until they really get it, because they're they're stuck in that scarcity mindset. Maybe they're in a financial situation where it's you know, they need a closing, they need a commission check. I've been there, I totally get it. It's it's okay. But once you can step out of that, um you you know, you realize that first off, it's good business to do what's best for the client. So if you guys don't get along, if you and your buyer do not get along and they're a very analytical person and you're very laid back and not detail oriented and you don't give a shit what the HOA fees are and they want to like analyze everything that makes up the HOA fees, like, you're not you're not meant for each other. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So break up with the client or refer them to another agent who is a better fit. It's not, it's not that they're, a, in this case, it's not that they're a terrible client. It's just you're not the best match. And so if you're stuck with them, it's going to be contentious. It's going to be stressful. It's not going to be enjoyable. You're not going to be, become friends and you're probably not going to get referrals because they're expecting you to be analytical and you're not. Whereas if you just say, hey, you know what? I'm really not the best agent for you and your needs, but here, talk to Johnny, talk to Sue. She is, she really yeah. is. Uh, and here's why I think you guys would be a better fit. They're going to love you for that. Totally. And it's best for them.
1: 100%. Same. And that goes for the same as like, Agents working like two, three hours out of their market. Mm. Um, like refer that.
0: Oh, Jesus, yeah.
1: Refer it. And again, you're gonna get from that client, that client's gonna be so much happier. And then, you know, when their friends that they just moved from are looking to move, they're gonna refer back to you. So that the 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 business is gonna come from just being like from start from the root starting and making the right decision. It's not a fast game. It's just not. Like, you're not going to be doing, you know, the videos that I started a year and a half ago, I'm starting to really see, like, that come to light now. Like, the, the work I've put in over yeah. the year, year and a half. Because people aren't, oh, I saw your video. We want to list our house next week. That very rarely happens. The, usually people are, you know, we're, usually starts, we're thinking about this, you know, we might want to do some reno, stuff like that. And it's your job to follow up. Like it's a lot of my listings I'm going, I just had a listing appointment that I've been following up with for three years. Like I do the, I, I look, the best. Oh, they're the best. And the fucking house has gone up so much in values. It's right. Listing now. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> yeah.
0: It, it's, it's served them. It's, it's great.
1: Yeah. So people see the kind of what I do on screen, but they don't see all the behind the scenes work that I still do. I know I talk a lot of shit and just, I'm very nonchalant, but I do do the work. I you know I do the work in the back end. I don't really cold call or door knock anymore. I just it's not my. It's not. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't. I've tried for like I used to door knock the first two years of my career, and uh, just wasn't for me. But you know, I know tons of agents who kill at door knocking. That's another thing. You got to find out what works for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: because everything just because. You know, maybe you're awesome at door knocking. If I do exactly what you do and we knock on the same doors, it doesn't mean we're going to get the same results. Exactly. So you need to figure, and I always recommend when people are coming into the business, like try everything and try it for enough time that you actually know it doesn't work. Don't door knock for a week and say, no, nah, it doesn't work. Like give it time. So, that's like the first two years I was door knocking, cold calling, mail outs. And I was seeing, I was building up this data and seeing where these listings were coming from. So that's it's, that's what I think you should do when when you're new, especially.
0: It, I I also started door knocking. I also started with a team for two years. I was a 50-50 yeah. split with a team for my first two years. And I thought that was like, I wouldn't have been able to survive on my own. So, yeah. so for me and where I was at then, and, uh, my, my mindset and everything, like I needed the team. I, I, I think that was great advice you gave Matt. Um, I also started door knocking did some cold calling, you know, the, just the chase stuff, it helped me get out of my comfort zone. It helped me be much more comfortable talking to people and not be so nervous and all that. And, and so that was valuable. That was extremely valuable, but I got one listing from it. Yeah. One listing from like a year and a half or something of door knocking. Yeah. Um, which most people would say that not a very good ROI. <laughs> but, I mean, Matt, now you can do a like a 15-second Instagram reel that 70,000 people see. It took you, with editing and all that shit, maybe five minutes, maybe 10. Let's say 30 yeah. minutes. Let's yeah. say it took 30 minutes of bullshit before you post it. And then 70,000 people see it. Yeah. Like, social media content is prospecting.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. People don't think, some people think I'm just f- fucking around on there. It's well, not, yeah, you know, they're 95% right. <laughs> but like, right. it's exact. That's a point I always try and make. Like, okay, if you know, cold calling, all the old school stuff still works if you know how to navigate it. But mm-hmm. exactly what you said, I, I post a reel, get 70, 80,000 views. Go knock on 70, 80,000 doors. Tell me how long it takes. Right. Like, I can't even imagine. I don't even know. I don't even know how long that would take. Yeah. You know, I I would would probably knock. When I would door knock, I'd probably knock on 150, 200 doors a day. And depending on how literally geographically close they are to each other. Yeah, I would go out for three hours, four hours, and knock on like 100 to 200 doors. And I'd maybe, maybe talk to 20 people. Like, yeah. Jesus. And now more than, I mean,
0: well, people I are hiding behind you. their couch. So they're calling the cops when the doorbell rings
1: Dude, I I would knock on doors and see them in there and they just, <laughs> right. they just wouldn't cut. And that's the same. Like, I don't know how it is there, but around me, even cold calling, like people don't have landlines anymore. Right. Like if you don't have their cell number, you're not getting a hold of them. So it's kind of, I don't know. I, I like I said, I know people who still do it, but, I think they just have a system and it's just at that point, it's a numbers game. You know, the people I know, they know, okay, if I knock on 20,000 doors a year, I'm going to have this much business. They just kind of know that they've built that data. But if you're just trying to jump into it now, like five years into the business, it's probably not the best way to spend your time.
0: Uh, I would agree. And I, even those that have it dialed in, they've been doing it for years. They're burned the hell out. And if if they're being honest, they're going to like, this is a grind. Like it's just a constant hamster wheel. If you stop calling the deals stop. I just think if you ask yourself, if you're somebody who does cold calls and door knocking and and that's your main source of everything, ask yourself, is this the, is this leverageable? Is this scalable? Is it evergreen? And is this the highest and best use of my time? Yeah. And I, I, I think we know the answers to those just because it works. Doesn't mean that it works the best. Yeah. You know? Um
1: Yeah, like I said, it's we're starting to evolve now, but I still think we're behind a lot of other um businesses. Oh yeah. And and like just yeah, like it's I don't know, man, some of the stuff I see, sorry. We're going to have to cut this out. There's a we're not, Amazon we're not delivery.
0: No, we're good. That's Bowie. Bowie? Yeah. Dude, you are the music guy, aren't you?
1: D- yeah, his name's David Bowie. That's well, uh, my my Amazon package.
0: At least you know when the Amazon package is here, and he hates it's
1: Amazon workers.
0: It's also nice to know that uh, my dog's not the only one that does it.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bowie, we have to stop now because we're doing an interview, We're doing work. We're doing an interview.
0: I heard him shake. He's
1: my, he's my buyer's agent. He's like, no fucking way, Dad. <laughs> he said, like, that could be my new. That could be my new bone.
0: That's right. Uh, That's right, Bowie.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I think, <laughs> I think people in, in the business, it's just, like I said, I think it's finally evolving. Um, but it's just stuff that has worked for so long. They just don't really want to try anything new. People are scared of change Yeah, and they're scared to put themselves out there. and And rightfully so. Like, I mean, you could get lit up on social media, you know, mm-hmm. for just Nothing. I know people who do great content who just get like lit up all the time. Um, and it it could be like people, it could be hurtful comments to people. And some people, if you don't have thicker skin, like it could be hard to get past that, but you just need to see, you know, that there's value in doing it. Right. And when people are giving you shit, I don't know anyone, any extremely successful people who are just like, trolling instagram all day
0: and commenting negative shit no it's it, dude you're so spot on like a- anyone that's going to take time out of their day to shit on your post and talk shit to you about how you look or how you sound or you you know whatever i guarantee you that they are below you in life yeah I. there's no one that has reached any level of success that, that any of us would aspire to that act that way zero no. yeah they, they don't exist. Exactly.
1: And like, so you got to take that with a grain of salt at, at some point, you know, like these, say, and all the people talk shit to me, it's always fucking private profile. You can't even, you know, you can't even yeah. see any, you know, they're, they're, they're hiding behind their, their, their keyboard. So, um, they're keyboard warriors. So you just got to take it for what it is. There's value there. And, yeah, the negative comments are kind of few and far between, but those are the ones that usually stick. You can get 200 comments of everyone loving you. And then one comment they say, oh, you know, you're an idiot and your mustache sucks. And I'm like, fuck.
0: Yeah. You know? Maybe it does. Damn it. <laughs> shit, the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that's mostly my shit. I get a lot of heat for the mustache. Uh, so how do you deal with that stuff? Cause I know that that's a big objection for those that are not doing content and you know, I remember back to when I wasn't doing content, I was worried about how about looking stupid, but it's always like, we think someone is going to think we look stupid. It doesn't mean that that's real. It, yeah. it doesn't mean that's reality at all, but every once in a while you have some jackass, it's some 14 year old douchebag in his parents' basement <laughs> yeah. um, in between Minecraft and, you know, whatever the hell else 14 year olds <laughs> do uh, who talks shit to you. Like, how do you deal yeah. with it? What, what, what do you recommend?
1: I just don't, sometimes i'll engage if i because sometimes what i'll do is i'll comment and i'll light them up so you don't you don't want to come at me in the comments because i like i got you you know like I you're fucking done um so sometimes i'll light them up so hard that they actually just delete the entire thread that's my favorite but a lot of times i just don't engage anymore they want you they want that right they want they want you to engage with them for them to feel important um But I just know, you know, like, I'm just trying to make people, you know, what I'm trying to do with my content, what it all goes back to, like I said, like, I think too many agents are, I'm not condoning, just like, saying, going out there and swearing and doing, you know, you got to do you, but like, I'm just trying to make people feel good at the end of the day, you know, like, um, a lot of people say, you know, your, your content's good, but it doesn't really add value. And I always argue, well, I think, you know, it makes people laugh. It, it maybe, you know, I get messages that it brightens people's day. I would say, I would think that that's more value than you'd think than just totally. from analytical statistics.
0: Yeah. What so, does value mean? Like, you exactly, know, entertainment and laughter and that's not valuable. Yeah. No, give me a so, break. Exactly. Yeah, so
1: I would just, you know, I would just go for, it. if you're on the fence and another thing too, like, people i I know so many people who are like oh yeah i you know i had this video but my hair was all messed up like no one knows what you're supposed to look like only you, like when your hair is out of place or you have like a zit or fucking whatever's going on no one knows what you'd look like day to day so you're the only one honing in on that imperfection right whatever's going on no one will even notice it
0: and they might that may be the thing if your hair is all messed up The thing that they remember you by or it gets their Mm -hmm. attention so you know chelsea pites yeah on instagram like she's um her she'll be her hair will be all messed up and you know makeup's not on and stuff and she just puts herself out there and she gets so many close um relationships and connections because of it because like because that's real shit yeah you know if you're always polished and done up and everything all the time. Like it's hard to make a connection with the evening news anchor with stone Phillips, you know, it's, 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 that's,
1: Oh man. I didn't realize we had so many similar points of view. Um,
0: you use the stone Phillips analogy too. <laughs> Never. <laughs> that, it's, um, is stone Phillips real or is that a Simpsons character? I can't remember.
1: I, I don't know. I, don't
0: I think know. stone Phillips might've been like dateline NBC or some <laughs> shit back yeah. in the day. I, I don't know. He might've been a real anchor.
1: It's so crazy though, dude. Cause like, I just find it so weird. And like a lot of my content is kind of calling out. I, I poke fun at every, I poke fun at myself. I poke fun at clients and I poke fun at agents. So everyone kind of gets it. So I think that's yes. why it kind of works. I'm never like focusing on one, but I find that so funny with like agents who like, you know, drive up in their Mercedes and their suit and they're showing their Gucci belts. And like, I'm like, dude, that's like, to me, that's not relatable, right. I understand you want to give a certain look across and like, I don't know you know Matt Lamarche mm-hmm. he kill he's a Porsche enthusiast, yeah, and he kills it. You can genuinely see that he is passionate about Porsche's, oh yeah, he gets business. It's not like a flex, he loves Porsche's and he gets business that way, and there's a difference between like loving and being passionate about something and just showing it off to show it off. Right. Because especially like I get, if you're like only doing luxury and you've been doing it for five, 10 years and that's, you're just exclusively a luxury agent, then fine that I hundred percent get what you're doing other luxury clients. But if you're just getting into the business and you know, you're trying to show off the person who's struggling for a down payment on a $500,000 house, is not going to relate to you with your Gucci belts and Mercedes and your fucking Ferragamo shoes. You know, they're yep. just not. Um, so I think that's sometimes can actually hurt you. That approach could actually hurt your business.
0: Yes. I I could not agree more. Um, I mean, if like you said, if that's you, like yeah. really, if that really is you awesome, because yeah. you're going to attract more people like you, but if it's not you, people know it, you're fronting they know you stood in front of that private jet and then got kicked out you know uh, 30 seconds after you got the the, the video you know pe- people can see right through that shit
1: yeah and don't get me wrong like i love a lot of people don't know this about I, like i love fashion and i do like i i buy a lot of shit and like i i love watches too but nice. i don't really showcase that like i just i don't know i don't find it really relevant um but I love because now I'm getting into the higher end market. I love the contrast of like the weird rocker guy who's making jokes and the con, like I'm so not luxurious. I go to a steakhouse and buy chicken tenders. Mm, There's yeah. nothing about it. It's fucking luxurious. <laughs> you know, I don't come from a lot of money. Uh, yeah. I like, and I love that contrast. And I think more people can relate to it. Like, I yes. want to show when I'm going into these higher houses, I'm selling these houses now that like, you know, I'm impressed with the house too. It's not like another day in the office for Matt. I'm just selling another $5 million house. You know, like I think if you can bring that relatability to kind of everyone, it's just going to enhance
0: your business.
1: You Great don't have to tip. be so yeah. exclusive.
0: I love that. Um, Matt, one more question. Then I want to get to the rapid fire questions. Uh, and then we'll wrap this thing up. But, yep. um, you know, we talked a lot about why you should do content and some of the doors that have opened to you since for, for the agent listening, that is maybe they've been doing some videos a little bit and they're they're just starting or they're about to start, but they have all the same typical objections that we we all have had at some point, you know, what are some tips that you'd have for people for being authentic or just creating good quality uh, content that people actually want to watch, you know, where should they start?
1: Well, first you have to consume. So Mm. you, you have to, you know, look at, look at the trending TikTok stuff. That stuff kills right now. Um, if you're not like extremely creative, do some of the TikTok trends. You know, if, if that's what it's going to take to start those videos with the trending songs and people are pointing, that's kind of bullshit now, or they're pointing at all the fucking- Oh, it's terrible now. Yeah. And you can tell when they're uncomfortable dancing and everything. Oh, yeah. But figure out, like I do that. You can you can see, even if it's not real estate related at all. I've seen some videos where I was like, oh, that's that's a good, I could flip that and make that into like a real estate video. Consume content. Like just because you're on Instagram scrolling doesn't mean you're not- doing something productive now don't be on there for five hours straight scrolling because that's not really doing anything but consume and then figure out what you want to put out to the world like but it's got to come from a genuine place yes they're going to read more than ever people can read through your bullshit so figure out what what is you why do people why the people around you why are they attracted to you And then showcase that on video. And if you're not great on video right away, film yourself knowing that you're not going to post the video and just see how you are. Get used to just having a a camera in front of you. And then, you know, once you get comfortable with that, film yourself and show your friends or your siblings or your parents. And then do it again and show your brokerage. And, you know, it could take steps, it could take months to get out and, and release a video, but I think you need to get on video. Right. People need to know. It's so much easier to call someone that people feel they know. And that's exactly what video does. People feel like they know you before they know you. So I, I don't even think it's negotiable anymore. You're gonna have to do it. So take those steps. If you need if you need a couple months to just get used to being in front of camera, see what works oh, you know, I I just kind of sounded, my voice shook there. I I sounded nervous. Maybe next time I could do this. You don't have to, just because you're filming, it doesn't mean you got to release it. Right. But get used to it.
0: Great advice. Uh, I mean, I think people, look, just have faith that if you do the stuff that Matt just talked about, that I've talked about before, many other guests on the show have talked about. And if we're being honest, everyone knows they need to do this stuff. Yeah. Just have faith that if you do it, and you do it consistently for long enough, you'll get the same results. You'll attract the right people at some point, and you'll learn and you'll make little changes and, and improve. But you can't improve on something that doesn't freaking exist yet. Yeah, y- you've got to start doing it. And uh, it, but I, I love that you mentioned consuming content. The some of the best content creators are the best content consumers. Hands down. Totally, hundred
1: well, percent. Yes. You need to do that. And one one thing before we go into the the rapid fire here is you need you know at first every video is not going to be a home run and that's good you could put out your first video and it could kill you can put out your second video and it just will not hit at all Hmm. but that's your data okay why did this one not work and why did this one work and then you find out how you're tailoring to your audience what your audience likes what they don't like so when a video doesn't do well I mean, me and me and the broke agent will fucking pull it immediately now because we're mortified. Um, but, <laughs> if, you know, if you got to go through that trial and error and as you do more and more, you kind of know you can tailor more to your audience and, you know, kind of what they like. So you have to go through that trial and error period. So if you have a couple of videos that don't do well, you can't stop there. That's data. Right you now. And you're you'll figure it out and then you'll get into a groove
0: love it that's gold advice right there gold advice from a pro all right my friend let's do some rapid fire questions then we'll wrap it up all right either or questions you can elaborate if you want to but uh let's (laughs) let's uh you know emphasis on the rapid in the the rapid fire (laughs) yeah and then we'll give everyone um you can let everyone know where they can find you and follow your shit okay facebook or instagram 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 or tiktok
1: instagram I fucking hate TikTok.
0: Uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, books or podcasts? Podcasts. Podcasts or audiobooks? Podcasts. Right on. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Stupid Same. question. Yeah. Stupid, stupid <laughs> question. Uh, Alexa or Google Home? Oh,
1: uh, Alexa. I think they're both creepy though.
0: Oh, totally. <laughs> Burgers or pizza? Pizza.
1: Italian. Big nose Ah, mustache kind of look like Mario. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Mario, Uh, (laughs) New York or LA, LA Um, mountains or beach. I don't like nature, but beach. (laughs) I don't like nature. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. Uh, Sports fan. Yes, of course. Okay. Um, NFL or NBA, NFL, NFL or NHL, NHL. Um, you're Canadian of course yeah these stereotypes come from a real place (laughs) sometimes sometimes. yes (laughs) Um, podcasts or vlogs
1: oh uh, podcasts
0: still I like vlogs though YouTube or Facebook Live YouTube um rich dad poor dad or millionaire real estate agent Uh, millionaire real estate agent but (laughs) it's very enthusiastic response yeah Um, yeah. Uber or Lyft Uber and Gary V or Grant Cardone, Gary V
1: 1000%
0: common sentiment. Common sentiment. <laughs> I've grown to respect Grant Cardone for what he does, but it's a, it's a personality thing.
1: It's a, per- I can't get behind. I, I have his book right here. I used it in a spoof video.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the 10X. 10X rule. Yeah.
1: I, I respect, you know, respect what he's can do with his business. I just don't agree with Really, his views at all?
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Matt, where can people follow you and find you and and see all the cool shit you're putting out there?
1: Yeah. So, Matt. Leonetti. L I O N E T T I is uh, my handle, and in- pretty much Instagram. DM. I'm pretty good at responding. And then Overcast podcast uh, that I that I host with the Broke Agent. And We actually are releasing merch today. Nice. You get your your new merch. We got a bunch of different shirts and bunch of cool real estate sayings and all that bullshit so should be fun which one's your
0: favorite which saying is your favorite
1: uh well i got my own personal you take care now uh saying one i say you take care now as like pretty much like a fuck you in a lot of my videos i'll go okay you take (laughs) care now karen so i got a you take care now we got showing confirmed um on wednesdays we sell houses a mean girls uh a mean girls one. Nice. Yeah. We got some over ass some bro. The broke agent stuff is really cool. It's just the key. Yeah. So you don't have to, you know, no one will know you really, if they don't know what the broke agent is, it'll just right. look
0: like a cool key. So, but if they know, they know if
1: they know, they know and you should fucking take it off immediately.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> and we'll link to your social. We'll link to your podcast in the show notes. If you're listening or in the description on YouTube, if you're watching, Matt, appreciate the hell out of you for coming on the show, man. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. Loved it. Absolutely. I really enjoyed that interview. I think Matt is awesome. He's hilarious. He's a good guy. He's a realtor that knows his shit. And he really has become a content creation expert, as you just heard. So as, a, as I was telling you before, my my um, I told you a little bit when I was talking with Matt, when I first started doing content for social media, it was really Snapchat, really. Uh, is when I started putting it out there and, and just showing myself authentically. It, it still took some practice because when if you guys are new to doing content or maybe you've been doing it for a while and you still have this issue, sometimes you're still filtering yourself or you're still not saying things the way that you would have said it if you're sitting around with five of your friends. And, and that's okay to a certain point. Um, but when you are just, you are yourself and you talk the way you talk you say shit the way that you normally say things and people, that's the magic. Like what you post on social media is important, but how you say it is equally as important, if not more so, because that is where the personal connection can happen. That's where Matt's clients that, that saw a video that he did and then decided they wanted to hire him, they didn't do it because of the video content. They did it because of him delivering the video content. Whatever the video was about, they liked him. And so they reached out. And they're like, hey, we want to hire you. They're not, they're not hiring his video topic. They're hiring him. So if you guys need practice doing this, I urge you to do that. Just start to be a little bit more raw, a little bit more uncensored, a little bit more authentic and laid back, and just chill when you're when you're doing. Your stories, start with Facebook and Instagram stories. They're supposed to be laid back. They're supposed to be easygoing. So people don't expect super polished, edited, um, perfect lighting on everything. No one's really expecting that in stories. So that's a great place to start training yourself to be more authentic when the camera is on. So if, if that's one tip that you guys take away today and nothing else, do that. Okay, practice being more real and authentic when the camera is rolling. And the more you do it, the more it just becomes natural and you don't even think about it. At this point, like, I don't think about it. I haven't really thought about it in, in years. But in the beginning, I absolutely did, of course. But it takes practice. So the one takeaway that I want you guys to take away is to practice being more real and authentic and then just keep doing it, guys. And trust the process. You will attract the right people. You're not going to attract all the people. You're not going to attract most of the people. Well, you might. I mean, I'm not going to rule that out because that's certainly possible. But you're going to attract the right people. That's when business gets really fun. It gets really fun. You start to think more abundantly because you're like, huh, Johnny the engineer who I wouldn't have gotten along with, you know, he doesn't want to work with me or... Better yet, you don't even know that he made that decision to not hire you because your personalities aren't alike. Cool. All of a sudden, people are like, "Huh? Nope, we want to hire you. Want to hire you? Come list. Come list." That's when things ch- change. Like, you, that's when your business changes, your life changes. Thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Stay tuned for uh, for more on the Massive Agent Society relaunch. It's going to be really, really amazing. I'm packing everything everything that I possibly can in there, and then some, and it's gonna be by far the best value that you could possibly get as far as training, coaching, and handholding for how to crush it as a real estate agent, both with paid paid ads, organic posts, and then the mindset and communication skills that you need as a realtor to crush it. Stay tuned for that, really excited to bring Massive Agent Society 2.0 to you. In the meantime, please share this episode or any other episode that you that you liked, that impacted you, that you got value from, please share it with an agent that you're connected with. A, share it with your broker, share it with your team members or your team leader, share it with the office, share it with your brokerage Facebook group because if you got value from it, why keep that from others? And then you're also doing us a solid by helping us to grow the audience of this show. That's really all we ask from you. If you guys get, get if you get value, please reciprocate, please pay it, forward and share this with somebody else. We appreciate you so much. We'll be back next week with another episode of the massive agent podcast. See ya.